This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron and with me, as almost always, is Dave. And where the f*** was Barnabas? He's just not here. He, he's never here anymore. He quit. I mean, really, yeah, he, he did kind of quit, actually. Sure, he, he quit Lifeway. Life so, he did. Yeah. He, That's it's unfortunate. Like, it's like, yeah, he's work ghosted us. That's what he's done right here. That's right. So. I'm, I'm really upset about that. Yeah. It hurt my feeling. Ah, singular, okay. singular. But okay. you know what? I had some news that made up for that this week. And that's okay. Okay. Would you like to know that news? No. <laughs> fine. What do you What do you have? You want to know this <laughs> right, news? Fine. All right. Let's hear some well, news. Well, I got I got a right. notification from the United States government this week, and I am now a permanent <laughs> resident. So I'm not getting he's, kicked out of got, America. He's got that green card coming, folks. That's he's, right. He's, he's it's about at to my lawyer's legit. office at the time of this recording. So yes. I'll pick it up this afternoon, hopefully. Yes. Hashtag um, legal Aaron. That's right. right. That's gonna He's be legal, the, folks. That's it. That's no. it. So, no, so he. Said, so I get to be what's wrong with America. Still, yeah, we're already giving him a <laughs> list of people to vote for, which he I can't reminds vote. me that he can't vote. Though I'm like, darn it, that's no fun. Then I know. So we we need you to gotta help wait you go another all the few way. years. How many years does it take to to make you like a real American well, citizen? You have to go through the naturalization process, and um, that to I'm feel not, natural. No, that's to become a citizen. And so to become a citizen, it takes another, like, I would not be eligible for another five years. Okay. All right. Do I get yeah. to help teach you some American history? You can always teach. I can. You, right. you already are. All right. I got it. I got it. All right. We're going to workshop it's this for a second here. I'm, we're going we're gonna to have to do an episode where we teach Aaron some American history. Ooh. That's it. Ooh, now, I like that idea. Now, don't give me any more 1812 books that are from the Canadian perspective. I can't take that anymore. Okay. <laughs> Is it because it's shocking it. your worldview? And, Absolutely. Yeah. I know. You, it's suddenly like, wait a minute. This isn't the war I know. This is the, but it's the war that yeah. is. <laughs> Canadian. All right. Canadian, so, so nice. Look, look. You're so nice. Just because you're wrong, it's fine. Um, so in, in, in all of this um, craziness of finally having our green card, um, one of the things that we have also started doing is we've started looking at a new house. And it's like when, it's like when you're having children. You get a new car, you get a new house, and you do all that kind of thing. Is that what so, happens? <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I get a minivan. I'm still driving it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There you go. But uh, we decided to go take a look at a townhouse in um, that uh, was available for sale. Okay. We'd noticed it had been for sale for a long time. Yeah, kind of a sign. It's a sign. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, it could either be it could b- either be one of three things, and I'll get to those three things in a minute. But we went there and, um, well, suffice it to say, we got the cat lady house out of the way. <laughs> This you place sure it wasn't my house. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure that right. your house was clean is nicer than this one. Okay. This one was we this one in. smelled of cat pee, sadness, and cigarettes. It was <laughs> not good. It was not good. You just felt it. Yeah. It was just it was yeah. depressing. Oh, so man. I have another on. cat, by the way. <laughs> of course you have another cat. How we, many cats do you have? We have four now. I yes, I understand. <laughs> You, there's people you who are like are cursing a, me listening to this right now. You are a cat lady. I am. I feel like you might as well just own it at this point. So, uh, no, we were fostering some kittens and I got um, convinced. No, not convinced. I was persuaded heavily by the family that we need one of these needed Forced. to be adopted. Forced? I love my family. Uh, let's leave it at that. So. Yes, you do. There you go. I love yes, my family. My wife and kids right. uh, thought it was very cute. There so, you go. Little, right. little Mimi. There, there you go. go. Yeah, there you go. There so, you go. All right. So, so, side note yes. on your green card, I was really disappointed because Aaron texted me a picture of of or Bar- uh, Barnabas and I, a picture of the letter, 
and it's white. And I thought, it's not green. Is there a card that's green eventually? Yes. What, what, it that's is? what's sitting at my lawyer's office. Okay. Yeah. I really want to see this card. Yeah. I haven't seen one in a while. I'll show so, you. So as you said, it's a, it's a white piece of paper, and we all jumped on the fact that it's racist naturally. <laughs> so um, <Yeah>. naturally. <laughs> so it is. Uh, but well, the green you know. card, I don't know how to take that. So, But I'm excited to see it, though. Yeah. For you, yeah, for me us, too. that me we too. can keep doing this. That's not right. have to do it from afar. That's right. I'm, good. I'm pumped. Uh, Hello. Yeah, something gets well, lost in the in translation when we're not in the room, in the, the sweaty room together. That's true. So. It's it's a hot box, nevertheless. Yeah. So, well, but we have a special guest with us since Barnabas is not available he's today. He's just ghosting us. That's right, big time um, right now. Instead, so. we have someone who is going to class up this hot mess of a podcast. Mm. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Close it up. <laughs> she's, yes. she's immediately regretting being on this <laughs> show. She's going to go report a state chart yeah. later. Uh, this is our friend and coworker, Elizabeth Heinemann. Yes. Hello. Elizabeth. Hi. <laughs> See, Elizabeth is so much more professional than we are. She asked us in advance. She's like, hey, guys, um, I know you've asked, us, uh, asked me to be on this podcast, but like, I'm a planner. I, like, need mm-hmm. to know what we're going to talk about. And, of course, yeah. Aaron and I are completely satisfied with, come on, we're going to talk about books. I mean, we generally That's had the plan. idea. That was the plan. <laughs> I need so. I need a little bit more of an outline. Right. So what did so. you do this past, like, two days ago, three days ago? I can't remember. It was, like, Monday. You yeah. sent out, like, yeah. a full list. Yeah. So I sent a, a list of questions that yeah. I felt like I could answer. And then y'all ignored those. And we're talking about something different. <laughs> But I well, you know. got I got the topic last night or yesterday, and stood in front of my bookshelf last night to help me answer these questions. Were you, so, be uh, honest. Yeah. Be honest. Were you Were you immediately thinking about backing out as soon as you got that email? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Was it your email or mine? Yours. Oh, that's it. It was I mine. It was, it was mine. It was, it was definitely yours mine because because mine was built off of the one she <laughs> right. suggested. We can go back to that, guys. Listen, no, it's totally fine. And I share being number nines uh, as an as our enneagram, mm-hmm. and so like so I'm forceful. Cool. Gonna go so along I'm with cool. it. She went along with it. Surprisingly, <laughs> I became forceful. <laughs> guys, does that mean that I become uh-huh. the troublemaker on this episode? Yeah, you, you were the Barnabas mm-hmm. in this episode. Uh-oh. Right here. Oh, we're in trouble. You Barnabas died. I can't. I can't do that. All right, all right. So we're not sure exactly what we settled on. We think we know, but it's yeah. more like, oh, oh great, we've got Dave an idea. forced us into an idea. All right, no, I think <laughs> it's, it's fine. Good. I thought it was combining some yeah. things of what uh, Elizabeth was bringing some great ideas to the table. Uh, of course, I was the only one when we were all texting about this, the fact that, uh, oh, she threw out an idea of, like, let's talk about – uh, uh, about American Girl uh, uh, novels. Which is how we're yes. going to teach you American history, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought we were going to do Dear America, the diary series. We could also do that, but I feel like the American Girl series, at least the original ones, yes, mm. not better like, teach you history. It's all about like girl problems now. Okay. Yeah. Like, they stress me out. Like I'm okay with War of 1812. <laughs> right. And, Escaping uh, Caroline, from slavery. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as the, opposed to... Yeah, the Revolutionary War. As yes. opposed to like a gluten sensitivity not even celiac disease but like I have a sensitivity to gluten <laughs> do they have one where do they have one yet where they the girl doesn't even have a gluten sensitivity but just wants to feel smug and superior to everybody else you know, I, I'm not sure. I haven't read any of the newer ones, mm. but it's a possibility. It's, if they don't have it, they're yeah. missing out. Yeah, I, American I, Girl. I've had I just l- threw money on the table for you. So you know, so they have such a like a business system now more than mm-hmm. ever. The fact that you know you've got your doll of the year, you have a book, and then yeah. you have a movie. Uh, as yeah. well, and I have driven many a minivan long drives <laughs> listening to these movies while uh-huh. they're watching them in the back, and it is like some of the most catty dialogue you'll ever oh, find. No. I mean, I feel like because I've yeah. read some of the earlier ones, the, the earlier girls, ones. I thought, oh, this is great. You get to learn about some yeah. the depression. You get to learn yeah. about yes, Revolutionary War, War of eighteen twelve. Uh, well, what? I mean, that's kind of like modern um, modern My Little Pony. It's pretty sassy. Uh-huh. Now it's become that way oh, versus yeah. the eighties version. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah. I have- yeah. So it's, I mean, I have uh, friendship is magic. Right. Yeah, mag- yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> friendship. Cat Lady Dave, man. <laughs> Thank you. See, my kids, my girls outgrew, have outgrown and stopped caring about My Little Pony, and I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Instead, they're like, can we watch Avengers? <clears throat> and I'm like, yes, yes, you can. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right, that's fine. 
All right. Well, we just need to go into it. By the way, yeah. Elizabeth, again, is much more professional than Aaron and I. Definitely more professional yes. than Barnabas. Yeah. This is a big improvement <laughs> that, right that now. That bar is really low. Really, exactly. Like, you just <laughs> – I know. That was a backhanded compliment. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. just roll with that. It was but, not uh, – it was – you should apologize for Elizabeth that. Elizabeth is the co-host of the Marked Podcast from Life yes. of Women. Uh-huh. Right? Tell us a little bit about it. You know, it's like 30-ish minutes episodes and uh, we... No, not a rambling 45 <laughs> to 65 yeah. minutes that we do. Right. <laughs> okay, we, wow. Our 30 minutes is <laughs> what we purpose. call an introduction. I mean, sometimes <laughs> we go over that um, depending on our guests. So we often have guests, um, writers, authors, speakers, and then we also often have conversations that are just um, people within Lifeway. My co-host is Kelly King, and so sometimes we'll just have a Kelly's conversation on. with the two of us. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of Depends on what we're talking about, but we always talk about how God has marked each of our lives. So that's where the title came from. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I love it. Yes. It's a great podcast. And, Thank you. And as someone who works for B&H, very grateful for the authors who have been <laughs> yeah. on there. You've treated mm-hmm. them all very well, and they're all friends. So, um, no, it's an excellent podcast. Certainly, you go listen to it. And, and part of this is two reasons, A, why Elizabeth is here. There's probably multiple reasons, but also ultimately, it's we just are we enjoy you. We really do. We've always wanted to like, man, like we're talking about like, it'd be fun to have Elizabeth on. What's she going to talk about? Like, well, certainly she has to talk about like women's books or like what Mm. women read that (laughs) the dudes we have. And we do have, we, this is the, the, the thing with this podcast is that we have, it's been three dudes talking about books, which naturally leads into dude books. Right. Right. Which is fine, but we are about reading widely. Mm -hmm. Right. So we challenge ourselves to read lovely novels like, the, the Notebook. notebook. Uh, I've never read The Notebook. <laughs> All right, so You're not missing anything. The dudes Fine. have read The Notebook, but Elizabeth hasn't. So they're just, that sets the tone for how this is. But um, no, I mean, but but we realize, like, gosh, like, just to, to read widely, like, we need better perspectives. So we mm-hmm. enjoy you, but also we know, like, you're a great co-host as well. You're comfortable doing this. Yeah. Um, but uh, and also being a fellow nine, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um but uh, but no, but it's fun. Like, but I always been just really curious because I know yeah. like you're. I think you are one of those people. Also on social media, I think you see the world a little bit differently, and I like that. I like. I knew you were a reader. Yes. So my actual day job is an editor. So yes. that's mm. what I do primarily. So I get to read all day, which is really my third grade dream is mm. to like be a reader yeah. all day. So mm. that's what I do mostly, Maybe and I edit women's Bible studies. So. I'm always – I said this before, but I'm always continually surprised that I ended up in women's ministry because I yeah. historically was not a, a fan of it. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, back up then. Let's go, let's, go mm-hmm. back to, let's go back to the Elizabeth early years, okay, okay? in terms yes. of reading. Before yeah. we get into kind of the questions mm-hmm. of like trying to help the listeners, but I want to hear. So tell us about your reading experience growing up. Just yeah. – yeah. I read all the time. Like that was the way that my parents punished me was to take away books because I was just constantly reading. So if they needed to instead of like taking away TV or now yeah. it would be computers or something, like yeah. I was taking away books because yeah. I love to read so much. I read the American Girls, all the American Girl series. Did Fox you like Country. have the dolls like staring oh, at you yeah. while you were reading? Yes. Was I it had creepy? several because I was also creepy. homeschooled, okay. so I that was how we learned history and <laughs> We had a lot of – we had the dolls. We had the books. Because yeah. in the old books, and I don't know if this is still true, but they had, like, a section in the back that was, like, here's what actually happened in history. And it was a great do way they to – do that? I don't even know if they I do that I don't know anymore. if they still yeah. do it. Um, I went on the American Girl website to see, and they don't show that part on the preview. Oh, so okay. I don't know if they still do it. Okay. But, yeah – and I read all of the Boxcar Children books that yeah. my library had, yeah. Babysitter's Club. Where did you grow up? Old Hickory. Yeah, yeah, so, you're local. yeah. yeah. We, I learned how to order books from other libraries <laughs> because yeah. my library didn't have enough of the like. Look at you, savvy. Those. Yeah, working so, the system. Mm-hmm. I like that. So I, I was like just constantly reading. Mm-hmm. I did read the Dear America Diaries. Okay, I loved good. those. Yeah, my daughters are yeah. really big into those. There's yeah. also a um, there's also a uh, Dear Canada series as well. Okay. So when we make a trip back home, we actually have to go to the big box bookstore and pick up as many as we can. Yep. <laughs> And they had okay. like a royal diary series too, because I think I re- I remember reading like Elizabeth the first her diaries like quote unquote like it's really? not really real yeah. but yeah about her life so okay yeah fascinating all right so you had to be punished by taking away yeah. books that's fascinating yeah 
Uh, one of my daughters is kind of like that. I'm like, you got to go to bed. You got to do whatever. Well, because um, they would take yeah. away other things and I didn't care because I would just they, read instead. This, they learned and in that so, way. Yeah. You're like, you're happy. Right. Like, you're not supposed to be happy. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do as parents, right? Like, let's make them unhappy. That's it. That's the punishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, uh, this is clearly, this is getting in your kind of like uh, – Early teenage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, tween yeah. age and so on. So, and I kept, yeah. I mean, I kept reading, and um, I don't know. I ended up majoring in English in Did, college at Union, right? Yes, yeah. at Union. Cool. I was English writing though, not literature. So, um, I didn't have to take as many literature courses, okay. just because I wanted to focus more on writing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and yeah. then I studied abroad in England and took like all my literature classes over there. Did you really? Yeah. So you like a lot of English literature I over do. American literature? I don't know if I like it over American literature, but I do okay. like it. So have you gotten to hang out with uh, Karen Swallow Pryor? I have before? not. To, yeah, y'all need to have a good conversation. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. she like loves. Have... I mean, English literature is right. what she teaches. Right, I definitely follow her yeah. on yeah. all the social media. But... Yeah, well, and she's now at I know. Southeastern. I know. Yeah, I know. Which is very exciting. Yeah, she, I love her time. Is she moving, or is she just going to make the drive often think, because it's like a two-hour drive? I don't know. She has. I don't know. She's got like well, great I heard that she's not moving, but I don't yeah. know who I heard that from. So. Okay. Oh, well. We can, you know what we could do? We could just email her. We could just ask Karen. We're just curious. She occasionally listens to this show. Yeah. show. Maybe she'll just tell us. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but she is, of course, in, you know, English literature, which mm-hmm. um, yeah. there's just so much I'm playing catch up on still. I realize, like, I read a lot in school, but certainly, like, never yeah. near enough. So so what kind of books did you love from that era? I mean. Um, I read, let's see, I read Shakespeare a lot because yeah. that was the course I took. So course, a lot of yeah. the Shakespeare uh, books. And then. Like Middle March, I remember I did not finish. Okay. <laughs> so I had to like mm. fake that in the okay. class. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I read Jude the Obscure by Thomas Hardy mm-hmm. because it was set in Oxford and that's where I was. And so she was like, you need to read this because there's a pub named after him. So yeah. just things like that. I'm trying yeah. to remember even like what else we read. I'm sure there was a Jane Austen. Yeah. 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 And There's nothing yeah. like being uh, taught. Uh, through books like those with someone who has an English accent or something. There was a poem because we did a poetry week and there was a poem in there that she was like, don't you just love the sound of this? And Mm -hmm. then I read it and she was like, oh, it's not, it doesn't sound that way. (laughs) Like, of course you didn't notice like the assonance or whatever that the sound makes because it doesn't make that sound in your language or your accent. And I was like, yeah, that would have been helpful for you to to read it. And then I could pick that up. Did you have more of a Southern accent growing up? Just curious. No. Well, I was raised, I grew up my first five years in Dixon, Tennessee. So I did, I did then. Mm -hmm. But then once I moved to Nashville, not quite as much. It kind of miles out. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville is kind of funny. I I certainly have met people who have strong accents from families of theirs, but Mm. uh, for the most part, I pick it up real quick if I'm around other Southern people. And you're talking fast. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 So you get revertigo. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually talk slower, I feel like. You said talk real fast, but... Well, I mean, if you're... <laughs> yes, uh, but I feel like when you get two women going, I don't know, my wife is Southern, and she's from Virginia, though, but when she starts talking, that's fast okay. with a friend. Yeah. Oh, it okay. comes yeah. out at that point. Well, yeah. that, but, I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's true everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, um, my wife, she she immediately starts sounding like she's from, uh, from southwestern Ontario. Okay. As soon as she's talking to her parents, yeah, really, oh, oh yeah, just like, goes back into it. Yeah, like it, yeah. like it increases. Um, right. I mean, everyone who knows because she interacts with fewer people than I do every mm-hmm. day, so my accents yeah. mellowed out a little bit. Yeah. Um, although I, although you all keep making fun of me for saying <laughs> against, against, saying it, pro- I mean, I'm saying oh. it correctly. It would probably rhyme. <laughs> the, oh. Whatever the poem is, it probably rhyme with the way that you say. It. <laughs> oh, against, it's look, just, it's not it's, against. Or well, I ne- we never the- said it was against. <laughs> how the hell you people say it against. down here? <laughs> yeah, that's just how you so, say it. All right. Yeah, um, adapt, but, man. Uh, if you so want that green card, I'm the only one who's better. getting bleeped on this show. I yeah. love it. Um, um, <laughs> give it some time here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, no, that's that. But no, she gets immediately. It just goes up and yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. So I always know who she's talking to. Mm. Yes. 
Well, we're doing a few podcasts here, but part of it's like what we want to do is set the tone here, right? So this <laughs> right. is this is a long setup. We're getting like twenty minutes set up here, maybe more. Yeah. We're doing our job. We're doing our job. <laughs> Thank you. Elizabeth's like, we're wasting time. We need to talk about the topics that we have so, outlined and agreed upon. <laughs> yeah, talk about. So I was just like, what I books did I read as a kid? I, know. I don't know. I didn't write this right. down. I know. So yeah, I know. We're putting so it on the, the spot. Yeah. See, everything is yeah. on the spot. That's, That's it. right. That's okay. That's right. So we're the good news great. here is is that on this on this episode. Elizabeth has the honor of representing all women everywhere in uh, in her something answers. I love to do <laughs> absolutely because you know there's there's nothing that we that we love better as as Christians and um, you know <laughs> Dave and I as as a particular type of Christian what are we blanket statementing yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man, I know. Lacking nuance, at least that's what it seems like according to Twitter. Something like that. Sure. So, <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> well, let's get to the point of this. All right, yes. here we go. All right. The title of this episode is uh, What Women Want, dot, 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 in books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so I guess, yeah. All right, Elizabeth, educate us. We're just really curious. What do women really want in books? You know. No, there are plenty of sub-questions okay, here. But, yes, but yes. <laughs> I didn't yeah. prepare for that one. So. No, no, that's no, okay. That's okay. All right, no. Well, I'll, I'll start you off with something, mm-hmm. too. So, um, you know, you've clearly worked with a variety of people. You've read lots of books. What have you um, – what, what are the types of books that you enjoy as a female mm-hmm. and also friends of yours? Like, what are ones you can get around the room yeah. talking about, whether a book group or not? Like, mm-hmm. and why do you like those? Go ahead. We, I feel like, read a lot more young adult fiction than probably men do in general. Sure. Um, because I think a lot of young adult fiction is probably written for females more so. I mean, Harry Potter is the exception, but there's a lot of... Yeah. Like even John Green, who's written like Looking for Alaska and um, Fault in Our Stars. Fault I was like, yeah. what was it called? And all that is kind of more female centric because it's a love story. And so I feel like we get a lot of those. Like we'll read in my book clubs. I've been a part of a couple of different book clubs and we've always read like not every time we read young adult fiction, but a lot of times yeah. we throw one in there. Sure, and, and it's something that we talk about. So, so the purpose is you're talking, you're you're reading adult books per se, but mm-hmm. you're digging into some YA. I mean, yeah. but YA is fascinating because yes, mm-hmm. it's for that that right. that age group, but not really too. Like yeah. they're digging into some serious themes. Yeah. I mean, sorry, like just take. Hunger Games. Right. I mean, come on. This is like yeah. do or die stuff. Like, who's not interested in that? You know. <laughs> yeah. It is. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And I think the other the other category that we end up talking a lot about is memoirs and kind of more from the female perspective, which I don't know if men read those as much as women do. Like the sad ones, the like ones that can kind of be more I only sappy read and sad funny. Things. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend that she says, I only you know I love a book if it's a memoir and it's really sad, like a tragic yeah. story. Are sure. you only happy when it rains? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then why do you live in Nashville? You know, it's because of where it's where I've always lived. I don't have I don't have another home. But yeah. yeah, so essentially, like women's memoirs, I feel like we read, and that's really the mm-hmm. only two categories I could think of. Y'all could mm-hmm. probably tell me what books you hate that you tend to have women well no women that like. Sure. Well, I mean. As, some, as someone who works in the industry, it's fascinating because, you know, if you go to Parnassus Books, which is like a good pulse of like just mm-hmm. like what core readers like, there's um, there's a huge wall. I mean, the, fiction is one thing, but uh, but in terms of memoirs, there's like two f- four-foot shelves going up about 12 feet high. It's actually, you know, they've got one of those mm-hmm. uh, ladders um, that are all just memoirs right now. Yeah. And it's, it's all sorts. It's yeah. everyone from like – a million little pieces mm-hmm. to um, to more like popular memoirs from like a celebrity or something right. like that. But the reality is like mm-hmm. people want insight into yeah. the heart of a said person, whether they know them or right. not. Oh, I mean, um, Hillbilly Elegy, mm-hmm. right? That's another good one, which guys and girls seem to yeah. like, um, which I, I did. I'm one of those. I love it. Um, even though I found nothing really to relate to with this yeah. person, which is fascinating. Okay. I felt like. White hillbilly in eastern Kentucky and southern Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like, other than that, we have the same color skin. That's about it. You yeah. know? I mean, that's See, all I See, I have relatives that are like sure. that. So, okay. And, and one of my friends actually said to me, she was like, you need to read this because you have hillbillies in your family. And I was like, 
okay. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, okay. Do do but I did actually find several things. I was like, yep, that's I've seen that before because that's mm-hmm. my family, yeah. ex- extended family, not my yeah. So, so friendship yeah. salvaged. Is what yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I was saying, like, it, I, I, I'd be willing to bet uh, 15, 20 years ago that section wouldn't have been as large. Right. That's it. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like – so is that because of, like, the celebrity culture we're in, the fact that people are just so much more open about sharing their emotions publicly through social media, through other – I mean – It could probably be traced to blogs and, like, the mommy sure. blog mm-hmm. thing. Sure. Like, that became really popular, and it's like, oh, people – in other parts of the world have the same feelings that I do, but their circumstances could be completely different. Yes. And so it's like a, we're all in this together, but also walk a mile in my shoes. Cause so it's kind of like you get yeah. both, like you learn empathy, but at the same time you also learn you're not alone. So yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. and I don't know why now other than yeah. maybe just the blogs were the gateway to that. Yeah. Are there any memoirs that you've liked more than others? Just during I just recently class? read Educated, and that was really good. Oh, have y'all yeah. read that? I've heard um, about it. I've heard about yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, Emily and I have talked about it at, yeah. uh, at home, and she's like, I don't think I can read that because yeah. it would make me cry. It's <laughs> it, it uh, was this good. Is Tara Westover. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people told me I should read that because I homeschooled, which was not exactly the situation there. I would like to state. Yeah. Not really what was going on in that yeah. in yeah. that memoir sure. in that family, but it was just an eye-opening look at the inside. I think um, they were like a sect of the Mormon religion, and so yeah, it was more. Um, more the fundamentalist Mormon yeah. culture. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's there's a lot there. And yeah. the unfortunate thing is, is there because people don't, again, people don't know how to read with nuance. Right. It seems. Yeah. Let's temper that a little bit <laughs> yeah. um, for the sake of you Enneagram nines. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, don't scratch your, scratch your eye with your middle finger at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But um, but I mean, it is one of those things that it's like people will read a book like that and mm-hmm. assume that that blanket applies to right. all homeschoolers right. everywhere, mm-hmm. and um, and that's just not the case. It's like yeah. how people will take um, those monsters um, that uh, pretend to be a church, uh, mm-hmm. the Westboro Baptist Church, and act like that's what Christians believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just not the case. Yeah. So. so pros and cons of these, though, it's, it sounds like – I mean, and again, I'm one of those I like memoirs. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, uh, I'd well, seen this one, but yeah. no one has just come out and just say, you got to read this, day. It's really good. Yeah. yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. But on a lighter note, I also love Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. So Absolutely. Yes. No, because we're like, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so fun. And, uh, and we're big audiobook fans of yeah. that, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Anytime I get to we, – we're talking about the yeah. comedian mm-hmm. ones. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather listen to them than read them sometimes. Well, but and, either way is great. And mm-hmm. they're tr- But, I mean, they can be tricky, too, because um, – Sometimes I mean, people can't write even if they can <laughs> act. Well, yeah. Well, that's she is a writer. Yes, she's yeah. a writer. Like, she, right. She's so one of those few who can that, do. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that that I have seen is, is even with some of those that they just there's just something that's off. Even yeah. when they're reading it, it just doesn't like the timing doesn't feel mm-hmm. natural. The there's just sometimes maybe they didn't write the words. There's that. What? I know. I don't know. Ghost. Wait. What you're talking go, about? Ghost writing. Interesting. Just, I don't know just what you're an talking idea. about. What? I don't know. Don't don't know at all. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So educate is good. All right. I'm putting it on my mm. list. So what you're okay. gonna see us during this time is we're on our computers and yeah. I'm marking on here what yes. I would like. So. Yes. Oh. Okay. So good times. All right. Wow. <laughs> so interesting. This is the first time I've seen this. Uh-huh. Um. I, I just went. I was curious what, if the audiobook or the print version were available at the library. The audiobook's available. It's only like usually they'll let you for like fourteen days to listen to it. This one's only seven days. Wow, that's high demand right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it must be. Um, I haven't seen a seven-day one before, so I wonder yeah. what that is. But, oh well, I'm putting it on there. There you go. Let's see, another yeah, good one okay. that I read just recently, and this is the last one I'll talk about. But is "Everything Happens for a Reason" by Kate Bowler? Okay, and she. Um, was diagnosed with cancer and she wrestles a lot with like religion. And I think she would say that she's a Christian. Yeah. Um, not to say that she's not, but I think she identifies that way. And so 
it, it's just a lot of like wrestling through what does it mean and all the, the cliches that people tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. And she's like, this is why in that moment that means nothing, you know. And yeah. so it was very like an insightful way to look at helping our friends who are suffering in whatever way because she's yeah. like this doesn't work this is what it was really like going through this and this is what yeah. you know this person did or this person said that was actually helpful versus like all these cliches yeah that, yeah. Yeah. that are true maybe but don't help in the moment sure. you know so how do you discern in a memoir um you know because really you're gonna have a perspective mm-hmm. of what is uh, advice uh, maybe they're giving in it or uh, lessons they've learned are something you should take for yourself. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. Like, so I, I was talking with someone yesterday about hillbilly elegy, and uh, there was another kind of memoir as well that was recommended that wasn't the conclusions this person had come up with were totally mm-hmm. different than hillbilly elegy. Yeah, and she ended up hating that book, but of course loving hillbilly elegy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was able to kind of discern okay some some truths yeah. that come from it. How do you do that in a memoir? As for both of y'all. Well, I mean, I think one of the things is understand, I think would really come down to understanding that what someone is writing is their perspective. Yeah. I mean, that's the yeah. beauty of memoir, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is you'd actually don't have to be necessarily factually accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to just speak to your experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is both, which leads to a danger for the reader mm-hmm. who may right. not always recognize the difference. Right. Yeah. So, and this goes to like, we were just talking about mommy bloggers before, like I who who deserves to write a book? And this is not like uh, that f- from a male perspective. It can be lots of things. Well, you know, I've worked in this position and so-and-so. Uh, that doesn't mean that no. you need to be writing a full 300-page mm-hmm. book about that topic. No. You know, it doesn't make you the best person. But Can we just agree that the only people who deserve to write a book are people – well, first, no one actually deserves to write a book. Yeah. But – um, in in air, in air quotes, scare quotes, the only people who deserve to write a book are people who can actually write. Yeah. 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 That's that's or, why all I've got is my tell all in twenty years. So <laughs> that's go. it. So your but, tell yeah, all is going to kick all it, kinds. It, of it's yeah. it's money awesome. right now. I'm adding lots of things to it. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. good stuff. Go yeah. Ahead. There's I, a whole chapter on on Aaron and Barnabas. It's it, going to be yeah. It is. Yeah. I know. Exactly. <laughs> These are all the words that bleeped out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. Go ahead. I do think that you can have a good story. But you need to work with somebody and credit them for writing it. If you have like a good story that and maybe you can't personally writing is not one of your wheelhouses. There are plenty of people who are great at writing that you could hire to do it, but give them credit to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And also part of the royalties. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny. funny. This is where I get kind of quiet sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm in absolute agreement. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a that's a point. I want to know when there's gonna be an Elizabeth Hyman book. That's all I'm saying. I'm just I, gonna I'm just gonna kind of leave that yeah. out there. Okay. Elizabeth Hyman, the writer. Okay. So yeah. just just throwing that one out there. Thanks. Okay. I have it. written some things that yeah. for other people that I've gotten credit for. So well, that's there you I'm go. glad you got credit. <laughs> credit. That's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 So Aaron you, sometimes gets credit. That's mm-hmm. I got credit on the last two things. I wrote. You did. You did. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Epic um, credit. Epic credit. That's right. And by epic. the way, we have here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Let's let's have them work in work it in work it in. Thank you. By work the way, in. we have um we have a new a new book that happens to have my name on it. Uh, mm-hmm. That is just coming out. I do. In fact, uh, the day this releases might actually be the day that it's available. Oh yeah, there you go. Or the day, or the day before. All right. Um, we've already talked about epic. For that's you. right. We've this talked about epic for epic. a few months. This, this is, is more this epic. is more epic. Um, this is epic devotions, yes. which oh. is the kid brother, both in terms of trim size yeah. and overall page count. But he's not the annoying kid brother. His no. is like a brother that's like, hey, he's endearing. He actually respects his older sibling. <laughs> that's right. You know what I mean? These are these are which like, like kind of oddly wiser sometimes. These are siblings that get along really well. Go. I like that and. You know, and yeah. they're best friends. I'm glad you didn't say that he was birthed out of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something like, no. no. We're not going to get weird. No. no we're not. I feel no. like this has already gotten weird. So. <laughs> Thank you. Let's that's that's, that's part of our, that's our tagline for the show. It gets weird, <laughs> but it it's good. It gets a little weird <laughs> yeah. sometimes. We don't hold so back. So there's two so. books, everyone. Two books. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, and it's almost Christmas time. So. Um, books make great gifts. That's right. Mm. So get 
copies of Epic and Epic and, Devotions. And pre-order Elizabeth books she hasn't written fully yes, yet. And, and pre-order Dave's yeah. Tell All, which will be... We'll have the yes. same pre-order yeah, page. Absolutely. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, just pre-order. Um, but, you know, you go get to... a bundle yeah. deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, go to Lifeway.com. Go to Amazon. If you buy them, sure. leave a rating and review. Make sure you mm. do both of those things. Definitely both. Um, because... <laughs> Because they they like both, yeah, absolutely. That's true. That actually helps people buy the books. I know. That's how the algorithm works, folks. We talk about this a lot in publishing. Do people just know intuitively? Do they do they need that kick? Do we we keep kicking them because yes, I feel they like do. they need a kick. They do. Listeners, you need a kick. That's it. Yeah. Reviews help. We it yes. does. It gets the word out. It gets the algorithms kicking. That's right. So more That's people right. can find out about. Uh, this we're gonna hot use, cast. We're going to use. Oh, we're a oh, hot cast. Oh, no, we are not. We're not. It's, okay, we're a hot okay, box. Let's, it's just a hot box. Okay, back to back <laughs> to Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, we got more very important questions here. We really do. All right, all right. So what? Uh, let's talk about books that uh, men should read to understand women better. Okay, I think you have to read Jane Austen. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it, I don't know that it matters which one, but Pride and Prejudice is such a like classic yeah. everybody's read it it comes up in pop culture all the time yeah but don't watch the miniseries or the movie or the t you know the bbc versus yeah. that just I read like the book them, but read the book i would read the book yeah okay so mm-hmm. i haven't watched any of the miniseries or movie mm-hmm. or any adaptation of jane austen stuff okay but do they get the satire aspects um, of what she does sometimes i think i don't sometimes they do and sometimes they don't it really depends on okay. who did it but yeah. i also love the like Modern adaptations like yeah. the Clueless is Emma yes. and You've Got Mail has Pride and Prejudice yeah. like yeah. undertones, yeah. things like that that I feel like she would she yeah. would appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you wonder how many other writers, uh, knowingly or unknowingly, are oh, like sure. influenced by Jane Austen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know it in a movie because you see it like oh that's right. exactly this scene yeah. in this book. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Shakespeare is the same way where there's like all these movies that you may or may not realize are actually. Tales yeah. of this other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, when we were talking about I when we were talking about Undiscovered Country by Lynn Enger, mm-hmm. um, who's uh Leifanger's older brother. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. He is an excellent writer, very different writer mm-hmm. than than his brother. I don't know if you've read either. I have of not. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, we. That's okay. But I have it's read okay. all of Jane Austen. Is, is, so. Okay, good. So, so, that, so that's your swear jar <laughs> talking about Jane okay. Austen. Well, anything yeah. anger is our or uh, uh, Frederick Bachman or Frederick Bachman. Yeah. Or Bachman. Is Bachman. Is it Bachman or Bachman? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Last don't time know. we decided Bachman, and yeah. now we're talking. And I'm Bachman. not like the ultimate Jane Austen fan. Where like I would, I would not even so say that yeah, her books are my favorites. But I just Pride and Prejudice characters and stuff like that. Yeah. That's good, because that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, it happens. There's a Jane Austen Fest every year in Kentucky. Of course mm. there is, because yeah. why not? Why not? And why not in Kentucky? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It makes total yeah. sense. very much the same Absolutely. as England. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, one of the things that I, I love about stuff like that mm-hmm. is, is um, so I, I brought up Undiscovered Country because it mm-hmm. is, um, it's a, a retelling of Macbeth. Oh, okay. While also including Macbeth in it, so it's got a bit of a mm. meta thing going on, and so mm. it, it's really clever yeah. the way that it, that a way that it all works. Interesting. Um, so I dig it a lot, but uh, yeah, I've never because um, I've never actually watched Clueless. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's great. I mean, I, was, I, I mean, Clueless yeah. is fun. I, I, it's fun. You know, I it, mean, I don't know that it's a must watch. It has, but no, it has, Paul, it has Paul Rudd looking Paul the same Rudd age looking, that he does now. Right. Yeah. Barnabas has a man crush on years Paul Rudd, ago. so it's a little. That is very weird, by <laughs> yeah. the way. All right, very weird. It's it's <laughs> it's stuff like I'll bring up some other actor, and somehow he works Paul Rudd into the conversation mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Interesting. So I know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's not um, listening to this, which is great. Yeah. Yes, so, we can say whatever we want. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's given. All right. All, All right, right. Let's so, keep going. Yeah. Right, tell okay. us so about Little what, Women. Oh, are you gonna, oh. oh yeah. No, Sorry, no, no, I have a list. No, no, <laughs> yes. no. All right. Yes. I just. Uh, What's the version of, of – I'm, I'm doing the man thing. I'm sorry. Are you I'm mansplaining sorry. right now? I'm, I did. I'm sorry. Little Women. <laughs> Little Women. Have you all read that? No. Okay. It's very long. My it children have me. read a, an abridged okay. edition. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And I think it, help, it would help you understand a sister dynamic, but mm-hmm. also 
it's very invasive in pop culture. Greta Gerwig has a new version coming out of the movie that I'm excited about. So I feel like Little Women, you mm-hmm. kind of just need to see or read because yeah. it's such a yeah. good. Yeah. And and she's also very funny. Like in the very in the beginning of the book, she's like she says something like, um, "I know that you want to hear this, so I have to include Amy looks like this." Like she describes, <laughs> it, but she's basically like, "I have to tell you what these people look like because I know that that's what you want." Because yeah. she did not want to write like women's uh, fiction, you know. So. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And then I think books with women as main characters and books written by women are also important for men to read. So, Are you discouraged okay. by um, amazing female authors who um, don't use their first name? They, um, J.K. Rowling is a good example right there. Yeah. So does that... No, because, I mean, I'm E.D. Heinemann everywhere on social media. <laughs> That's true. Okay, and, okay. And, yeah. all right. Well, it doesn't bother me. I, I mean, from the publisher standpoint, it's all about giving the wide audience, mm-hmm. right? So if it, it's so funny how, like, yeah. if it's a... I mean, we talk about like there's a ton of female mm-hmm. authors that we love, but the reality is in the market. Yeah. Yes. That that like J.K. Rowling can do whatever she wants now. Right. Clearly, right. she comes up with other author names, yeah. male names, whatever, just to mix Which it I up. Which I don't love that. I'm kind yeah. of like just own who you yeah. are. Like, but do I don't you, mind the initials. Yeah. I, I kind of understand why she does it though. Yeah. Because those books yeah. are so different. That's true. Yeah. That's um, true. And like yeah. her brand is so connected yeah. to like her. I, and I feel dirty even having used that word yeah. in connection to a human being. Yeah. But her her author brand of J.K. Rowling yeah. is right. so closely connected to um, to the Harry Potter series right. and that whole yeah. W- yeah. world. That um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of the reason why Casual Vacancy was was a really was received in a really weird yeah. way. Have y'all read it? Uh, I actually just got a copy okay. for like. A dollar at McKay's. I've never so, read it. I'm excited. I've been here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to read it. Has read yeah. all of them. I think too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm I'm finishing up the Cor- the Cormoran Strike series first, and then okay. going and checking that one out. Yeah. So yeah, um, but it's re- it is weird because it's like I recognize the style of writing, oh, yeah. and it's yeah. really cl- and it's so obvious that it's her. Right. Um, See, but at the same time, like, there's so much cussing it's you. and violence, yeah. and oh. it's she could have gone great. by Joanne. On the true, those. she could have. That's a good I point. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe I mean, it's yeah. still the last name. But yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah. maybe. But the name, fit, the name she writes under for that fits the genre. Okay, it fits it really well. And so I think that's part of the that's part of the the whole well, thing. And it started as just a, a as a way to kind of explore how well her writing would be received, right? I mean, yeah, I think so. The, without an yeah, because it wasn't it out, out in the like beginning, right? Week, that though. it was her. Right. No, okay. but it got it real quick. It okay. great, and it got great reviews for people who didn't know. Okay. Like, you know, yeah. so they, uh, I get it, I guess. Yeah. It's hard to break out of it, but yeah. you know, she do whatever she wants. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, you know, we I'll, never I'll talked take her to, royal, uh, royalty statement. <laughs> we never talked to Karen slash uh, KB Hoyle about this, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Why she stayed with, you know what <laughs> I mean? Failed. Yeah. yeah. We failed. I know. I just, that you never came up in conversation. We have to get her to yeah. come up to Nashville. I know. Come on up. get on the yeah. show again. Absolutely. So, Karen, we know you're yeah. listening, so come on up. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, Little Women, um, anything mm-hmm. Jane Austen, but Pride and Prejudice, certainly, Sense yeah. of Sensibility. Women authors. Those, women women authors. main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then cool. I, so this book got mixed reviews in my book club, mm-hmm. but I thought it was really helpful for understanding like the this new class of women that are in their late 20s early 30s but still single Mm -hmm. and it's called text me when you get home by kayleen schaefer okay Mm. and it's all about female friendships so i think if you wanted to understand women who are single in their late 20s 30s it's very helpful to kind of be like oh this is a relationship that hasn't always existed in our culture in this way, but she kind of like talks about, or it has, but it's looked different and just different um, elements of like female friendships and how that changes when people get married and how that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I really liked it. My book club, there were some people that didn't love it. So, but it was kind of funny that. uh, May I ask, is everyone uh, single in the group? No. No. Okay. Yeah. And it was. Married people? Not. It, yeah, there like were a few, a few okay. of those, like, where the two of us that loved it the most are the two that are probably, like, in that spot. Yeah. And then the rest, everybody else was kind of like, I don't think this is true of this, and I don't <laughs> think, you know, yeah. which it's not, like, 
but it's very well researched. She's a journalist, so it's written more like a journalism piece, Mm -hmm. and she includes a lot of pop culture references. She talks about Galentine's Day from Parks Mm -hmm. and Recreation, and yeah, so it's a a fun read. Cool. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of what I had, and I don't know that that's like a requirement, but just if you're interested Mm -hmm. in that demographic, Mm -hmm. it would be helpful. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, I have one last question uh, to go with it. All right, what ultimately can women teach? Well, no, actually, I kind of asked that in a way. And you answered the book club question, too. Gosh, you really yeah. did. <laughs> Let's just go straight into... Uh, yeah. Yeah, close. So. this has been really helpful, by the way. The, the, yes. We First of all, we've not talked about a lot about Jane Austen. Certainly haven't talked about Little Women. No. I have daughters who are 10 or 11, so I need They're to get... I need to get in my for zone. Little Women, yeah. yeah. 10 12. Oh, yeah. Uh, Anna Green Gables? Yes, that's another good one. Okay, all right. I don't says, know that that's yes. like a requirement for every man to understand well, women, but, but it's but, just... Yeah. It's a see, good young girls yeah. love it. See, I have, I have issues with Anna Green Gables well, because... Because she's Canadian? Canadian? Yeah, because I'm a Canadian. <laughs> no, like, come on, you should own this. I've been to Prince Edward Island. Oh, you're I one of those? You're, it's, it's did you beautiful. cosplay there? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but there's cosplaying that happens there, yeah. too. Um, We've been in the off season. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the part of the reason, much like everything else that I do, um, I don't like things that are popular mm. because I'm smug and pretentious. You are. So. Yep. So because well, it was because it was love you for you know, it. the iconic Canadian piece of literature uh, outside mm-hmm. of Farley Mowat yeah. um, when I was growing up, um, I just was like, I'm not reading. Here's this. what you should do. Read the story, girl. It's also mm-hmm. by Ellen Montgomery, okay. but is not very popular as popular as Anne. But I really love the story, girl. I would actually say I might like that one better than the Anne books. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. I will read that one. And, and it's then just I can one be, versus like a whole series. Nice. Then I can be even more smug and pretentious. There you go. Done. Done. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of um, probably not being smug and pretentious, um, we've got a couple of things that we need to do here. We need to talk about what we're reading. And then there's something that we haven't quite set you up for. Yeah. Which is the Jack Reacher Sucker Punch of the we Week. Right. You have to get violent. Yeah. Sorry. You so have yeah. the honor of choosing <laughs> who or what. Why, why don't you we do what like we're reading so I give that. her a chance to think of that? That's right. And then uh, and then we'll, we'll go into yeah. it. So, All right. Yeah. I'm good with Let's that. Let's do it. All right. Um, I'll go just to keep, sure. keep going. Yeah, get started. Uh, so I just finished Once Upon a Time in Russia. It's about the rise of the oligarchs during the 1990s <laughs> and 2000s. This is Russia post-communism right. and how it's kind of well, moved into it. Yeah. And it gives you a really good understanding of how Putin is Putin today. Yeah. Basically being built up by some of these oligarchs who Putin has thus thrown out at this point. Yes. So it's kind of back to – a new version of communism. I think yeah, we can all agree on that. Less. But it's more just – I've always been curious. Like I'm, growing up with Russia changing is fascinating, and you don't know much about what's going on when it's happening, especially in the 90s. I mean, I'm, yes, I'm sure CIA does, but uh, they better. Um, but the fact is just it, it was interesting. I didn't love it. Uh, I only gave it three out of five stars on Goodreads, for example. I just – but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, it's the same guy who wrote um, Accidental Million- a Billionaire – Billionaires, mm-hmm. which is about – which is um, the social network movie. Yep. When it becomes – and also the movie 21. If you saw that about the MIT students who mm. were flying to Vegas every weekend and, yeah. you know, using their skills yes. for um, uh, profiteering. So mm. good times. You do love some profiteering. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. That's mine. Yeah. What you got? There you go. Uh, well, I am – as you know, I'm always reading many things at the same time. Um but uh, speaking of pretentious, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I know. That's right. I'll I, give I read you, a lot. These guys read a ton. I will yeah. give you one. I don't read I nearly as much as y'all do. I will Gosh. give you one that I've finished and one that I'm currently reading. Okay. So See, he's gonna like I'm gonna one yeah. up y'all by one throwing that multiple I just books finished. <laughs> yeah, jerk. Is the Devil in the White City? Yeah. By Eric Larson, which yes. is excellent, and we'll talk about that on one of our next episodes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But um, it. but it is fascinating yeah it is re it's just really well written it's yeah. super dark so of course i love yeah. that too because yeah. again <laughs> this is um, chicago rule time frame yeah. late 1800s yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 1890s 
It's is it about that guy that, at the hotel? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So Holmes. it combines yeah. it combines serial a serial killer. killer, the World's Fair, and the Titanic, yeah. um, all in one book seamlessly. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's pretty fascinating. I've listened to so several podcasts about him. the Titanic's in it too. What? Yeah. Who's the Titanic yeah. in it? Yeah, it's in the, like the 1800s. It's the, the majority of the book is in the 1800s, but in the framing sequence at the, at the beginning, that. it's been when it came yeah. out. I read it. It's been yeah. that long. So, yeah. Okay. So at the beginning of the book, it's it's dealing with um, uh, dealing with one of the the characters being on the sister ship of the Titanic, the Olympia. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, okay. And right. one is traveling to England, the other is traveling to New York, mm-hmm. and um, so it. yeah, yeah, and so. I don't remember. Yeah, that. and okay. that's cool. yeah, it's okay. So well done, super, super, super dark, but really, really well done. I am also reading um, because we were talking about it earlier. The uh, the third book in the Cormoran Strike series, Career of Evil, um, and so I've done the first two. Doing this one, right. they're they're just good fun, on the fun popcorn. Everyone needs candy. They are yeah. brain candy, mm-hmm. and that's all they are. All right, and they're but they're great. So okay. great, like oh. it. All right, all right, Elizabeth. So I'm reading Bear Town. Yes, right. <laughs> love it. Yeah, love I'm it. about a third of the way okay. in. You doing so. okay so far? Yeah, I really yeah. like it so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His whoever is the translator on that did a phenomenal. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Job. So, like, is yeah. he, does he write yeah. in? He yeah, Swedish. he writes in Swedish. Swedish? Swedish. Okay, yeah, yeah. So and yeah, now there are there are some other books that like that have had that kind of thing too, uh-huh. where the the translator does an exceptional job of yeah. not just not just doing a perfunctory right you know mm-hmm. okay here it is in english and it it sound it reads reasonably mm-hmm. well but it's like no you're capturing emotion yeah you're, there's some you're doing really storytelling good, like mm-hmm. yeah. sentences yes yeah. that's what yes. i always bring to the yeah. book club i'm like who liked this sentence yes yes, <laughs> yes. and they're like yes what? yeah <laughs> i don't remember that yeah there you go that. i love it there you go mm-hmm. all right cool. time to get violent we gotta hear all your right. sucker punch okay I think I'm going to stick with the Jane Austen theme. Yes, Ooh. I like it. And Mr. George Wickham. Okay. Okay. Who yes. is in Pride and Prejudice, uh-huh. and he just is a terrible guy. I yeah. think this is the second time yeah. in the last Has few weeks already that we've had him? Oh, not no. him, okay. but someone from Pride and Prejudice. Okay. I think uh, Jen Brogdon uh, sucker punched one of the other characters. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Who was she? Just. Dis- Described as basically being the epitome of a of a dripping faucet. Okay. So. Dripping faucet. Yeah, that's pretty rough, right? There. It was yeah. I like that. It was it was mean. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> so, all right, um, but you know, this has been a good time, yeah. Elizabeth. We've had so much fun with you. We would yeah. like you to stay for another episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. All right. So. You good with that, Dave? Have you had a good time? I, I can roll with it. I'm okay, having a great good. time. Dave, I've had a good good enough time with you that you can stay with enough for that's another good. episode. I'm too. glad I'm still here. Barnabas is ghost us. That's know, right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so uh, listeners, thanks for joining us for uh, for this fun and rambling uh, episode where we discussed what women want. Elizabeth, thank you for representing all women everywhere. You're welcome. <laughs> We're all the same. It's so all it's fine. on you. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to end on that and one. And of course, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, do leave us a, a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. We do not care how sincere it is. Buy some of the books using our Amazon links and buy some coffee from Ligaris Roasters. We will talk to you later. This is an area code podcast.